Hello and welcome back to the new disc colony, the low T, no T. Hey everybody, are you ready for this? COVID, I had COVID, COVID, I had COVID. The New Metal Discussion Podcast. Um, I am one of your co-hosts with the name of Rossing and Thou Art. Hi, I'm I'm Brintelligence. The Brintelligentsia. Uh, <laughs> yes. Wow. You just really got into it. I wasn't even sure if you wanted to bring that up, but there was a, a break in the look. There was a whole snafu okay. with with September. It's, yeah. uh, this is not just on you. There was just all kinds of weird like scheduling stuff, but uh, we can get in, into all that. So uh, yeah, you are recovering from COVID. Wow. Yes. It's just like I you know, I had it first, um, and then it's like wow, that must be cool to have. I'll try it. Okay. I know. I yeah. I'm a fucking I hop on bandwagons. By the mm-hmm. time they're already lame, I'm like, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so I Dude, got into COVID way too late. When you had COVID, I had already donated my COVID shirt to charity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it 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 it, it sucked. Mm-hmm. Um I did come over um whenever you went on vacation cuz you mm-hmm. went on vacation like pretty soon after you got COVID, after you got the vid. Mm-hmm. I came over here and stole a bunch of your cum rags. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and <clears throat> excuse me well i stole is a strong term because i like to think of it as a kind of like a leave a penny take a penny type situation right. it's like if you need a cum rag yeah hit me up you yeah know? well i just i wanted it i look man mm-hmm. i wanted covid mm-hmm. but i didn't want you to know like you know what i'm saying like yeah I wanted it, but I was just, you I don't was want to be obvious about it, right? Right, yeah, of course. So I came over here and uh, took a bunch of your cum rags and ate mm. them all. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is where we're at. Hey, enjoy uh, your breakfast, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry about that, everybody. Uh, no, so yeah, uh, <laughs> we uh, took a took a break. Yeah, uh, I don't even. We remember. were on a break. Hey, my name's Ross too. <laughs> God, I'm like late to the party on everything here. Um, no, so I don't even remember when the last episode came out. Did that, you? Do that, you have that in notes? I do. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll look that up here real quick. But uh, yeah, so uh, listeners, uh, listener, <laughs> September fifth, which is exactly one month from today, we're recording on. On October 5th. Holy shit. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a while. It's been... Uh, unintentionally. Um, yeah. But even when that episode came out, you may not know about this, but there was some strife because I had to deal with this on oh. Let's Talk About Stuff as well. Uh, there was an issue where SoundCloud, which is what we use to server our, our show, yeah, uh, they weren't... There was like some weird take-up between SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. To where oh. the pitch shifter episode that was to come out on Monday the fifth didn't actually come out till that like following Monday on oh, Apple really? Podcasts. It worked fine for Overcast and Spotify, literally everywhere else. Stitcher, it worked fine. It came out on the fifth, no problem. But yeah, there was like a, some weird delay, and uh, yeah, that 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 actually brings me to holy uh, shit something that i wanted to mention was i was uh, not aware of that i wanted to shout out one of our listeners dave bramley who messaged us on instagram and i didn't even notice until the end of september <laughs> like because there's a, a lot of times it's just like s- spam stuff that you get in in right. messenger so uh 
he actually checked with us. He was like, hey, how come the, the new episode isn't showing up in Apple Podcasts? And like very late to the game, I was like, like it was like in, the, in the, the 20th of September, <laughs> somewhere around there, maybe later. But uh, I said, yeah, everything should be fine by now, yada, yada, yada. But uh, real cool guy. I, I don't know cool. this, this fella at all. So Shout out. What was it, Dave? Dave. Dave Bramley. Yeah. Dave Bramley. Big shout out, Dave Bramley. What's yeah. up? What's up, player? Hell yeah, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Even my references are dated. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But uh, all that to say, uh, so that th- there was some tumult with that that episode coming yeah. out where the primary am- amount of our listeners listened to it or whatever. But it seems like people eventually found it or whatever. So that was fine. Good. But uh, yeah, there was some scheduling issues. Uh, we were going to yeah. do an earlier recording. Uh, kind of glad we didn't because I don't know if that's when, when you had COVID or initially got it or whatever. Yeah. But then on the subsequent week that uh, we were going to record, <clears throat> that's when Big Vid reared its ugly head. The vid, the vid bid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I uh, unfortunately uh, had a vacation planned. Mm-hmm. Um, I could look up dates, but I don't feel like it. Um, I had a vacation planned. And so the week before that, we were going to uh, try to get an episode, maybe even two in. We uh, talked about maybe doing like a... Uh, like a zoom record or something like that. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, so that week before, um, I ended up getting the vid. I tested positive. I believe it was, uh, the, a Sunday morning and, uh, woke up sore throat, uh, felt like, felt like poop. Uh-huh. Um, and took a took a vid test, tested positive. This is my first time. I, I have not caught vid. I've I've been two years. I'm going to keep saying vid. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been two years. Managed to stay COVID free. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, of course, the week before, I'm supposed to have like uh, my big vacation for the year. This was like something my wife and I had planned out. Mm-hmm. We've been looking forward to it for like for months. While, yeah. Um, had all this stuff planned out. Uh, of course, uh, very smartly of us we uh schedule or we uh uh did a non-refundable hotel room we we talked about we're like should we do it we're like you know what mm-hmm. we're gonna be fine like what are the odds of us catching covid mm-hmm. well, apparently pretty good uh <laughs> because we both came down tested positive uh the week before um and we got it bad yes like sounds like it we got it bad mm-hmm. <laughs> uh i was running like a 102 103 uh, fever for uh, is about, close to four days straight. Um, taking uh, fever reducers, it would like knock it down for like an hour, mm. knock it down to like 101. Yeah, all the way <laughs> and down, then yeah. it would uh, just shoot right back up. Damn. Um, and completely lost my voice, like mm-hmm. lost, like, could not form sounds out of my, my mouth. Um, and my wife caught it very bad also. We were miserable, fucking miserable. Because mm-hmm. um, I know sometimes people get COVID and it's like they barely even noticed. Um, but we, we that was fucking not the case noticed. For you. Yeah. yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And I know we probably should have done the, um, was it pri- Privacid or some, there's some, there's some medication that you can get that's like an, Pepto-Bismol. Pepto-Bismol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We did not do that. We should have. Um, should have done that, but I was hoping that, like, oh, we're both, like, relatively young and 
relatively in shape. We should be able to knock. No. <laughs> By the time, like, we, you know, we, we could have, uh, we, we couldn't even leave the house. We mm-hmm. were just, like, fucking miserable. Damn. I didn't hardly even eat for, like, three days because mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't get to the <laughs> kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was wild. It was one of the sickest I have ever been. Damn. For sure. Fuck. Damn. Um, and I've, I, I have some, uh, some pre existing health, uh, health issues mm-hmm. uh, that I was really worried were, were going to be exacerbated by this. Thankfully, so far, I have not noticed anything unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, still still have kind of like a lingering cough and uh, shortness of breath, all that stuff. Um, I hope I don't get the long COVID. It seems oh, like yeah. it's getting better and better. So mm-hmm. hopefully it, it eventually just goes away because fuck this shit <laughs> yeah. um get your vaccines people mm-hmm. uh take care of yourself you test positive don't go out in public like some asshole from my wife's work did apparently uh like oh, a bunch great. of people from her work got sick oh really yeah Damn. um they had like half the office or over half the office out it was Jesus. pretty bad yeah Damn. um so yeah, so 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 then the week after that we we had like we were gonna go camping we were gonna do all this fun stuff we scratched the camping um, because there's no way in hell we were like, <laughs> we were miserable. Uh, but we had, we had uh, bought non-refundable hotel room, mm-hmm. a hotel room up in Crested Butte, Colorado. Um, so we were like, we, we fucking got to go. We can't not go. We yeah. spent so much money on this. Um, so uh, drove up there, just miserable. Uh, we, we tested negative before we left. Uh, we'd planned on going on like an, on a Saturday. We ended up not leaving until Monday morning. This is all very exciting stuff. No, you're fine. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but by the end of the vacation, we started feeling better. We were able to like talk and laugh mm-hmm. a little bit because we like the <laughs> ride up there. Like we did not say anything. We were both like we didn't laugh. We didn't like crack jokes. We were both like dead silent and yeah. just like uh, just trying to get there. Just trying to get there. Yeah. My wife like slept the whole time. Uh, I don't blame her. I drove the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was it was rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, you know, got up there, ended up kind of towards the end of the vacation, uh, feeling a little bit better. We we had a nice little. Uh, we stayed in like a chateau, so we had like our own little private uh, wing, and there was like no uh, was like one other couple that ended up showing up later into the week. So for the most part, we had like this whole big building to ourselves that overlooked a nice little valley. And uh, it was beautiful weather, nice and cool. We had like a, our own little hot tub. Uh, so yeah, it ended up being not not the worst thing in the world, but certainly not the not the big fun, you know, yearly vacation that we had planned. You know, right. this was our big vacation of the year, right? The big uh, outing, the big one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it was just it was kind of a letdown. But hey, you know, uh, we made the most of it. And uh, I'm back, guys. Who's back? Back again. He's back and in pog form. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, welcome back. I'm glad you're feeling better. Uh, I'm glad Thanks, you buddy. were able to leave your home and uh, yeah. come here and talk about uh, an album that. Uh, do we like it? I don't know. Well, we don't ever talk about this before. Yeah. Beforehand. So Unless we love it. Always... And it's like understood that we, we you know, like Limp Bizkit, $3 billion. Like obviously. We're like, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna love Can we add shit. an eighth string? No. But we didn't. 
<laughs> but we could. We, could, we didn't. We didn't. Um, well, since you're here and you're recovering from COVID, I'm like in the the window of recovering from COVID as well. Yeah. Figured. Uh, obviously, we're gonna open mouth kiss on. Yeah. The episode. We're in sixty nine. Oh yeah. When I, yeah, open mouth kiss with our butts. Uh, <laughs> but before we we get into all that, oh I wanted to have us try some drinks. Here we go. And uh, last time we tried some Mountain Dew varietals. And I thought, you know what? Let's try this again. Ooh, so I've got some yeah. some varieties I've not had. Maybe you have. Uh, but I've got the 2022 Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Voodoo Mystery Flavor. Ooh, it is okay. a mouthful. Um, I, I saw a different one that had like an orange label uh, a while back. But I went to the store today and it has this black label. It's just in time for spooky season. So I thought that would be interesting to try. I've never had any of these zero-calorie Mountain Dews. No, I have not. And then the Mountain Dew Frostbite, which is a shark punching its fucking <laughs> mouth through the ground here. Um, have you had this one before, the blue one? Um, the Frostbite I had a while back, and I don't necessarily recall it. So okay. it, it'll, it'll still be the the Voodoo. Oh, I get it. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's uh, right the, there. The Shit. Voodoo I'm curious about. Um, okay, that should be interesting. Let's let's start with this one because th- this one is the mystery flavor. I don't want this blue to overshadow sure said flavor. So I'm gonna open this bad boy up. Let's see what this what this sounds like. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I was really struggling there. Uh, so last time we were drinking out of wine glasses. This time I've got some Crown Royal whiskey glasses, only the Hell finest yeah. for my company. Uh, so we're gonna try the mystery flavor right here if you want to go ahead let's do it oh my god it's right there i don't really even think about it and it's white in color so that's the hmm. thing it's like it's un un uh colored mountain dew you came in this okay okay mm, i that, got you that's why that's why i didn't like have I, the proper hey, <laughs> trust me dude i know what your cum <laughs> tastes like we've been friends for a long time that's right um Hmm, okay, let's. Let, I'm gonna try this while you. Yeah. Here. Hmm. Okay, so the zero sugar. Yeah, that's gonna weigh a factor in. Uh, they use some kind of artificial sweetener. Um, that I will admit. Okay, so like the initial flavor up top is good. Yeah. The after flavor is what i do not enjoy do not enjoy okay i do uh is it it's uh, like aspartame yes um i'm curious i'm looking up here sucralose maybe that's it um yeah i think it's sucralose it's that um it's the artificial sweetener that's like zero calorie sweetener that just has like again flavor up top hitting dig it Tastes like um, like Sour Patch Kids. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Gives me a Sour Patch Kids vibe, um, which I dig. It's it's very good. Um, it's just this, that that little aftertaste afterwards that um, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know how to. It, there's nothing else that tastes quite like it, other than just like the artificial sweetener or the low zero cal sweetener, however you. You know what it reminds me of a little bit? Because I was thinking gummy, but in a different direction. I was thinking of the, like, gummy sharks a little bit. Like, there, there's a specific... Are you talking about blue sharks? Yeah, like the blue shark oh. gummy stuff. Wait till we... Oh, this is what I'm excited about. This is why I yeah. I got the, uh, the frostbite. I was like, oh, if it's blue and, like, gummy shark blue, I might be in 
Hog heaven. Blue shark, blue gummy sharks are S tier <laughs> uh, snack for me. Yeah, for sure. literally everything else is underneath that. Yes. Yeah. Oh wow. We're, we're on the sa- okay. Cool. We're on the oh same my page. God, with, with, that, the, with the that soft white belly. Ooh, you know? Hell yes, dude. Yeah. Fucking that's oh hitting. That's hitting. I don't know what magic that is underneath there. I don't know what marshmallow man it's had marshmallow. to be sacrificed <laughs> to like some type <laughs> yeah. of dark god, but like it works. <laughs> is it really marshmallow? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's perfect. Yeah. It's the DJ with a weird head. The DJ? Like, Marshmallow. Oh, I thought you meant Dwayne Johnson. Yes. Are you going to see Black Adam? Are we going to see Black Adam? Let's do it. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> my my uh, my singing was not good. It's been It's gotten much worse <laughs> since uh, I had COVID. Oh, yeah. Of course. See, this is the thing now. It's like, you can just blame that shit. I've got two reasons to, to that I could be fucked oh, up. Yeah, yeah. You COVID, and then also a brain bleed before that. So you just take <laughs> yeah. your pick. But you could just do COVID for whatever. So if this episode sucks, uh, we're both recovering from uh, COVID. Come from the vid. Come yeah. the vid. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So yeah, I I, I dig this. Um, I do dig it. I just mm-hmm. do not like the aftertaste. Yeah. But the aftertaste only lasts for a second. It does. Yeah. Um, I don't drink a lot of soda anyway. But if I do. Like, we've been on a, a, a Coke Zero kick recently. Okay. So if we do have, like, actual soda in the house, that's what we'll get. And I know it has, like, a little, like, weird aftertaste to it, but I'm like, eh, this does in a pinch, you know? I'd, right. I'd rather stay away from liquid calories if I can. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, I'm just going to, like, drink it all in whiskey anyway. I don't have a problem. <laughs> Everyone else is the one who has a problem. <laughs> but What's uh, funny is, like, yeah. is it, you didn't really drink in your 20s at all, did you? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I didn't like, start drinking until I was 26, 26 wow. years old. That's yeah. crazy. I'm making up for lost time. Let me because, tell you. like, that's like around the time I stopped drinking. <laughs> I had to pick up your slack. Yeah. Yeah. I felt it in the ether. It's funny because, because I, we, we would, uh, always like kind of not like, like peer pressure you into mm-hmm. trying to drink and you never did it. Yeah. Uh, and that was back when we were like drinking a lot. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, like around late 20s, I, I was just like, I'm done with this. I feel like shit too much. And then you picked up the slack and we're just like, ran with it i was like what's this mouthwash oh i like this do they have this in other varieties i shall take it yeah um so uh, back to the the mountain dew mystery flavor here it tastes kind of like it's it's like just a hint of the gummy shark for me look i don't have taste buds i'm not a picky eater everything kind of just tastes the same to me it was like this forever like way pre-covid but uh it's like it's okay i don't think i'd go out of my way to drink it again but it's like it almost tastes like the concept of a uh, a ghost that's just a sheet, you know? <laughs> but if that was like an okay. actual ghost that like walked through your body, you would have this aftertaste in your mouth. Right. That makes sense, right? Yeah. So it's like uh, Slimer from Ghostbusters if, you know, he went through Peter Vinkman's body. But it's like instead of Slimer, it's like an actual sheet ghost. Right. And then you get that's Dan Aykroyd head and spit into a cup. And then <laughs> that's, that's, this is that. that. That's this. Yes. Okay. That's why it's white. That's why it's white. Right. So let's move on to Frostbite. I'm very excited to try this. Very excited. It's been a while. It's been a while. Why don't you open this one? Let's, let's, let's crack this bad, bad boy. All right. Here we go. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. I tried just, it. Just, just snapped its fucking neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bottle's legs are just dangling. When I was... Uh, when I was a young, when I was, when I was a young man, <laughs> I don't know the rest of this song. Um, we used to, I, I grew up on a farm mm-hmm. and uh, we, uh, we would kill chickens every year for fun, for sport. <laughs> no, no, we would, we would, uh, after a chicken stops laying eggs, uh, there's really only one thing you can 
do with it? Well, two things. You can keep feeding it and wait for it to die, or you can kill Fuck it and eat it. Oh, oh, okay. I went a different direction. Three ways. Okay, three ways. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we generally ate it. Yeah. Um, so uh, a fun thing to do with them is you, you have to break their necks. So you mm. just tap, twist, snap. <laughs> is that what that song's about? Yeah. Damn, sugar Killing chickens. Damn, that's dark. Um, and uh, yeah, so you snap the neck. Or 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 mm-hmm. you could uh, just whack the neck with a knife, cut it off. Mm. Um, e- either way is fine. Damn. Um, yeah, growing up on a farm, you get to use to you get used to death and killing things. Yeah, I it's guess like, so. There's a lot of people that I, I meet that are like kind of the hipstery type that are like grew up in the city. They're like, oh, I want to, I, I want to have a farm one day. I'm like, <laughs> you probably don't. <laughs> yeah, you better get used to death. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. He's pouring. Ooh, the blue I frost. like the color. Ooh, that's yeah, a good yeah. color. I'm sorry, frostbite, not blue frost. Frostbite. Okay, here we go. I hear this is Deacon Frost's favorite thing to drink. Frost. <laughs> Thank okay, you, sir. All go. right, so I'm gonna give this a shot. Go for a it. Shot. Yeah, drink this. Shit, mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Huh. Okay, this is this is not a zero cal, correct? This is no, a this is, full this is cal. just regular, yeah. Okay, here hmm. we go. I I was expecting one thing, but I think I got another one. I think there's some. I think there's some residual. <laughs> That's what I was afraid. Uh, sheet ghost in there. In there, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Could be. It's still like not as itself. not as good as I remembered it being. I was gonna say this doesn't taste as uh, gummy sharky no. as I was expecting, but I think it's there not may bad. be an aftertaste. Yeah. going on. I'm thinking maybe. An, I'm gonna wash this wash down, down with water with some whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> also, I've noticed my taste buds have been kind of whack ever since uh, COVID. So they may be maybe having because I do remember this tasting a lot like Blue Shark. Interesting, because I'm getting like uh, liver and onions. That's what I'm getting. Maybe some gizzard. Maybe it's gizzard and onions. Okay, washing it, washing my mouth out with that aspartame or whatever that shit was. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm getting a little bit more of the blue shark flavor in there. Okay. A little bit. Still good. It it just tastes like sweetness to me. Like it doesn't have a specific <clears throat> flavor. Yeah. You know? It's good. I, it, it's it's but both of these are mm, you know what? I'm going to have to say the zero shug is a whack. Okay. I'm going to say that the blue shark uh the live frostbite <laughs> frostbite is a snack. Okay. Um, I think I think there's some some funkiness going on with the residual voodoo. I'm still gonna call it a, a snack because um, uh, I remember really really liking it at one point. So maybe it was much um, like a animated Star Wars TV show. It was a bad batch. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Hold on. Here we go. He's just gonna open mouth it. Just dunk it in there. Pour it right in. Okay, try that. Is that better? You can just drink it. You can drink it. I'm I'm good. Just put your mouth on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go for that. Hmm. This is exciting okay. radio. This is like okay. better, right? Yeah. I think there's some. I think there's some flavorful. residual um shit going on. That's the thing with the zero with the zero sugar zero cal uh soda drinks. I, there's just that. Re, there's like a weird aftertaste residual. Oh, holy shit! Here we go. We're doing blue and white. It's a blue aside. He's committing suicide. There we go. He mixed doing them both. together. Holy yeah, yeah, shit. 
what could possibly happen? It's basically just the same fucking color. <laughs> like that white, that white didn't cut it at all. I thought nope. it was like an even pour. He's drinking both. Here we go, baby. Honestly, not bad. Really? Yeah. Okay, interesting. The the mixture cuts down the aspartame flavor. Right. I kind of like this. Okay. That's the way to be. That's the way to be. I'm, 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 I'm going to feel free. This is terribly exciting. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. Okay. It works. Yeah. Right? It's like uh, they sold uh, two individual puzzle pieces. Yeah. It's like, oh, if you it. just put them together, then, it's, yeah. then it's, it's much better. Okay. Cool. It's like we've made a full gummy shark because there's the blue, there's the oh, white. Oh, shit. There we did. We fixed it. Man. We did it. We knew what to do. New metal podcast <laughs> discussion. All right. So, and that, um, that, guys, we're not even twenty five minutes into this bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, a couple things. Uh, since this is our first time, really, just we haven't talked much since really the last record. Right. So, yeah. so this is kind of like our for we're catching up. In, until I see people face to face, I typically just block everyone. Yeah, his facial blindness. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm texting him. He's like, "Who this?" It's yeah. like my name is right there. Yeah. Um, it's confusing. I can't read. So I bought a little something that I'm going to recommend to all the list listeners out there. Okay. It is something called <clears throat> a caftan. Huh. Um, you stick it in your dick. Yep. Yeah, you pee out of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it is. It, I, I would encourage everyone to look this up. It's a C A F T A N. A captain. I will show you a picture here. Um, it, it's like a Jesus robe. <laughs> okay. <What the> fuck? <laughs> so it's like so it's like a dress. It, it, it you you see a lot of men in the Middle East uh, wearing these. They're like it's like a one piece. Um, I, I hesitate to call it a dress because it's not really a dress. Um, but it's it. Holy shit, my friend. Um, it is so fucking comfortable. You don't have to wear underwear. <laughs> so, so, cause I was like a while back, I was like, you know, I hate wearing underwear. I hate it. I work from home and you know, a lot of times I end up wearing like sweatpants or something. Um, but I was just like, I, I happened to be on like, uh, uh, a Amazon and, and like a picture of it popped up and I was like, Hey, you know what? It was like $10. I was like, mm-hmm. it was like made out of cotton. All one piece. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy one. Okay. I don't go anywhere. I don't see anyone except for my wife, and she doesn't care what I look like anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, what you say to my dues is all down the old mirror. And so I bought it, and holy fuck, I I cannot recommend it enough. Really? Yes. Although you are a brown person, so <laughs> people may mistake you if you walk outside <laughs> for. Uh, you live in the suburbs of Oklahoma. Yeah. It's possible someone may um, call the police on you. It, yeah. I mean, like, everyone already already thinks I'm Mexican. So now it's, I don't need them to get it right, you know. Yeah. That's just You're gonna let them problem enough. It's Mexican. just like, yeah, just like, fine. Um, I, I'm white, so everybody just thinks I'm like a stoner hippie um, whenever mm-hmm. I wear it. And no one's seen me in it. I don't leave the house. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, wearing it around, holy shit, it is so fucking comfortable. It is so nice just to let your junk swing out there. <laughs> um, I fucking love it. Interesting. Um, I might buy you one. Oh, uh, 
don't don't <laughs> no, this does not sound desirable to me at all no no okay. no i'm like i'm a fan of underwear like it just it makes me oh wow makes me feel like comforted in a way it's like a interesting a, a thunder vest you put on a dog <laughs> sometimes he pees himself at any loud noise <laughs> i do like sometimes when it, it thunders outside i'm like oh i better put on another pair of boxer briefs <laughs> make me feel better well, what listeners don't know is when we listen to these new metal um, albums because mm-hmm. they're loud and kind of aggressive yeah uh, when the chorus drops all the times brent will just piss himself i do yeah i have uh, pup- hilarious i have a series of puppy pads i sit on <laughs> just in case i gotta change about we i mute the mic so i can swap them out but, yeah. <laughs> yeah i have to watch it mm-hmm. fucking weird you know uh the the captain <clears throat> uh, interesting i've never i've seen this before i didn't know what the yeah. name was for it so i like to expand my vocabulary i'm gonna use it to weaponize this um they should just rename this mountain dew voodoo mountain dew captain because that's what it tastes like thank you <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't follow your logic, but well, it's like I the trust you. it's like the white ghost uh, flavor, right? Okay. But the ghost is a sheet, and the captain's a sheet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can just strike this. We'll from the workshop record. that. We'll yeah, workshop we workshop that. Yeah, we'll delete this. Um. Okay. Let, let's uh. Before we get into the album here, we, yeah. Like we got to do a little bit of catch up here. We, we we're not we're not at the thirty minute mark yet. So mm-hmm. let let's let's. Let's do one more thing here. Do it. Um, Disney Plus shows. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I believe that you have spoken about them on uh, your other podcast. Uh, have, not, have you not? Not really. I have uh, not listened because I didn't want to spoil anything for fine. myself. Um, but uh, what are your feelings on She-Hulk? There's been a lot of yakety yakety yak yaks mm-hmm. on a lot of different people mm-hmm. saying bullshit. Mm-hmm. What is your feeling towards She-Hulk? I love it. It might be my favorite Disney Plus wow. Marvel show. I don't know if I'd go that far. Loki's still my A number one, baby. I mm. uh, just d- love Loki. Um, but She-Hulk is up there for oh my me. God. It's such a fucking delight. I get it so hyped whenever it's about to come on. Yeah. This is the first Disney Plus show recently that they've switched from um, Wednesday episodes to Thursday. Yeah. I think it's because they didn't want like the Star Wars stuff to like compete with right. it. Right. Go head to head against I each mean, other. It's, it's streaming. But it's fine. It's, it's all the same thing. But yeah. um, so like, I'm kind of glad they did it though, because yeah. like it, it gives me something to look forward to. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Boring ass life. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we are uh, at as of this record, we are mere hours away from the yes. Daredevil episode. Ooh. So I'm very excited. Same. He's got the yellow costume. Are you kidding me? Give Holy it to shit! Me. I Give it to me. I don't know why that seems like such a far-fetched concept that Daredevil would show up somewhere in a yellow costume. <laughs> like, he's blind. He doesn't fucking know what color that shit is. Right. But um, it's like, of course you have Rocket Raccoon and Shuma Garath in the movies, but they'll never do a yellow Daredevil. Oh, I, well, God damn it. Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige, you, 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 you twisted so much. You did it. You did it. I love the yellow Daredevil costume. I mean, I, who I, fucking doesn't, right? I, I didn't think I would in a live action setting, but man, it just looks so good. It it's looks, like gold. Yeah. Man, it looks good. I it's like really it. It's really good. I might pour I'm it. sure they're going to give some kind of like background for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if they um, don't? They're just like, oh, he's he doesn't know what color. I'm he, fine with he's that selected. too. I don't care. He was just like he was touching Braille, and it said something was yellow. He's like, I forgot what yellow looks like. So I'm just okay, cool. <laughs> I guess he did see. He could see for uh, when he was younger. So mm-hmm. yeah. So he he has some concept of yellow. Yeah, through like ten or eleven or some shit. Something like that. Yeah. Whenever yep. children learn colors. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, mm-hmm. last episode, man, they they dug deep. 
El Aguila? Um, oh, man. Porcupine was there. Porky, porcupine? <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. They Ma- went deep with some of that shit. The, uh, the Matador guy, I did not recognize. Oh, really? Manbull, I did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, they're like deep cuts and then just being deep like cuts. being silly with it, but within the like overall tone of the MCU, yeah, man, I'm fucking, I love it, man. I'm, I'm like pre bummed out that the season is coming to an end, you know? Right. Cause I just enjoy it so fucking much. Yeah. Like all the like side characters are Tatiana interesting. Maslany is oh my just God. a delight and a half. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And like the, that might be the only thing that doesn't make 100% sense to me but I understand they have to do it for like story reasons where that one guy was super into She-Hulk they slept together and then like the next oh. day he sees uh, just regular Jen Walters in the living room also a gorgeous woman he's just like nah I'm good you know? I know but like people have specific tastes or whatever but, yeah, but fuck that guy <laughs> yeah that was that was shitty but uh, like yeah. all, all the people she works with um, man it's just yeah, very very good show. Did you notice on the last uh, episode uh, the um, the truck, the uh, tow oh, truck slot slot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was like, bravo. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder why they didn't do uh, Peter. No, not Peter David. Um, fucking John Byrne. <laughs> why is that? Because he's a shithead. Oh well, yeah. He's like he's turned into a major shithead. It's it's oh, really? inexplicable. A guy who did X Men is like suddenly like the most bigoted fucking really head. yeah damn it's bad. I know on uh, the Marvel Unlimited app when She Hulk was premiering, they had like a reading guide for different She Hulk eras. Oh yeah, and I thought oh for sure his is gonna be on there because it's like kind of like the definition of that character. Sure like, yeah the the fourth wall more comedic take all of that stuff. Uh, but no, it like skipped right over his shit. Wow. Okay. I was like, that God damn, why. that's, that must be why yeah. Okay, he's, he's a shithead. Damn. Sadly. Yeah. No, you don't want to promote that. <clears throat> nope. No. Um, but yeah, and, and, and there's a bit, a lot of the discourse, mm-hmm. um, uh, around the show where people are like, Ooh, it's too goofy. I'm like, gorge, <laughs> gorge, <laughs> Max. <laughs> um, like She Hulk is is like a, it's like a com it's like a comedy comic book yeah um even when like Slot you know especially especially when Slot did it mm-hmm. um it was like a it was like a sitcom yeah uh, fourth wall breaking um silly but fun you very know? very comic booky I feel like they nailed yeah. the tone of the comic as as well as they could have and and people are upset about it mm-hmm. God damn it um again we we bitch about people who bitch about. <laughs> <laughs> comic book movies and shows um i don't know if that says more about us or them either way fuck them well the problem is that like when we do it we're right right that's exactly. the problem that's what i'm like, saying people don't we're educated they don't know yeah no 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 yeah yeah like they want like a serious she like th- that's not what nope. she hulk is you don't want to do a serious she i promise you people you do not want that <laughs> no no that's no. not that's Get like fucked. the antithesis of fun like maybe a s- season where she deals with that sure but like you want to have some flavor in there, like yeah. you know, or she like full on hulks out, like yeah, like banner hulks out, mm-hmm. yeah. Like if she has some like, it'd be interesting at the end of this season have some major trauma, you know, that happens mm-hmm. to her, and then she, you know, uh, has a harder time controlling it and is more likely to rage out. Mm-hmm. They, they may do that for the last episode. It'd be yeah. Interesting. I'd be I'd be down. Her really get like big and buff. Hell yeah, dude. Snoo snoo. Dude, I just want her to fucking step on me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
like oh god i know people have problem with the like cgi and it's not perfect but it it for, for me show? it gets the job done it's yes for, for a television show yeah it's like you would not see this fine. level of cgi for most things that you no. see you know outside of a, a and the twerking thing yeah like it, it was literally like a, a post credits like two like a minute and a half mm-hmm. not even that it was like 30 seconds yeah of her twerking and it was hot yeah I was and, I was here for it. Yeah, Megan mm-hmm. Stallion is fucking hot and mm-hmm. awesome, and it was fun. Yeah, and people were so goddamn upset about it. I just want to get fucked. <laughs> no, <clears throat> later this week on Friday is when Werewolf by Night Arr- comes out. That I'm ex- very excited for because it's just going to be like a like one special. Yeah, and that's it. It looks interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like a like a like a murder mystery kind of like old murder mystery black and white kind of thing yes yeah, seems like it's gonna have like a universal monster type of feel to it or something yeah. like that I'm, I'm here for it yeah same give it to me mm-hmm. i love me give a dango werewolf <laughs> um and uh next up on the disney plus god we're almost 40 minutes in let's wrap this up real quick um how do you feel about andor uh have not watched it yet oh wow no, no. Okay. Just haven't got there. Uh, Interesting. No, uh, I wasn't a big fan of Rogue One. I've seen it really? like okay. two, maybe three times. And it's just like, I just don't connect with it. Like, yeah. I like the grittiness of it. I think it's cool that they've got um, um, pew pew people out on the beach. I think that's neat to see in a Star <laughs> Wars movie. Right. But uh, overall, sure I Shore Troopers? Sure. Sure. I, have, sure. A, I sure. have a Black Series action figure. They're Shore Troopers. Okay. Fun fact, uh, Mandalorian, before he got his, um, Din Djarin, uh, before he got his um, uh, Beskar armor, mm-hmm. he actually uh, was using repurposed Shore Trooper armor. When he, like before he had Beskar armor, did yeah. he have Worskar armor? Boo! <laughs> <laughs> Who did that? <laughs> it must have been that ghost. Uh, I would recommend watching Andor, even if he didn't uh, yeah. necessarily connect with Rogue One. Uh, Andor is fucking phenomenal i am loving it i've heard it's really good and i don't so good i i will watch it eventually i've just been so caught up in like horror stuff recently yeah that i've i've been trying to focus on that instead of of, uh uh a star of war or two do you know how many episodes it's supposed to be i don't damn i don't know Hmm. i don't know they i know they haven't watched one today Okay. They um, they dropped the first three episodes in the same day. Yes. And I think today is episode four. Five. Five? Yeah. God damn. I know. Holy shit. It's uh it's so good. It, okay, so it's like a slow burn, mm-hmm. but like in the best way possible. Like this is this is the Star Wars that I was excited to see. Mm-hmm. Um this is like a more mature, uh slowed it down, uh, more of like a contemplative uh, thinking Star Wars, um, uh, but not in like a not in a that 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 doesn't maybe sound like the best, uh, but it's fucking phenomenal. Um, I am loving it. I I love it. It's uh, it's rivaling Mando season one for me. Wow. Uh, it, it it's and I love Mando season one. Um, and it could possibly, I don't I don't know I don't want to say it's too early to say. It's neck and. Excuse me. It's neck and neck with Mando season one. For wow. Me. And you know, I am a big Mandalorian. You're fan. a you're a Fandalorian, yeah. Absolutely. Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. I keep hiccuping. Mm-hmm. Goddamn COVID. I'm blaming everything on COVID. <laughs> Come too quick. Goddamn COVID. Um, uh, 
but no, no, no. Everybody out there, if you're even the slightest bit uh, fan of Star Wars, if even if you like uh, hate d- hate the Disney Star Wars, um, I still go watch it. It's fucking mm-hmm. phenomenal. Okay, so that 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 up there, let that's we're we're done. <laughs> well said. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn COVID made yeah. me bad at transitions. <laughs> Speaking oh, of, do we got something else? Yeah, I was going to say, speaking of transition, why don't we take a quick break? Oh, yeah. We'll come back and we'll do album talk for Darkest Days by Stabbing Westward. Album talk. Bye-bye. And we're back. So, on today's episode, the main topic, which you would not know by listening to the first 40 minutes of this goddamn episode. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the main topic is... The 1998 album Darkest Days by Stabbing Westward, typically like an industrial rock band, but yeah. they delve a bit into new metal. This is labeled as a new metal-ish album, so I figured, you know what, we should probably talk about this. Sure. Uh, this album came out on April 7th of 1998, the same date as the aforementioned Pitch Shifter album mm-hmm. that we discussed on the last episode. It was uh, released on Columbia Records, and... Do you remember when this album was coming out? No. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> maybe taking that break was a mistake. I don't know. Yeah, fuck it. No, fuck it. Uh, so let's talk about the the band themselves. Uh, yeah. It, I'll go through the members. Christopher Hall on lead vocals and guitar. Mark Eliopoulos on guitar and backing vocals. Walter Flackus, keyboards, backing vocals. <laughs> Jim Sellers on bass. Andrew Kubizuski on drums, keyboards, and guitar. There's just a lot of, like, fun names. I feel like yeah. Eliopoulos and maybe Flacus are Greek names. Sounds sounds like it, yeah. And Kubizuski is, uh, I don't know, what would you call that? Uh, I don't know, that's fun. It's just, like, a lot of syllables in there. Yeah. You know, when you have an S and a Z back-to-back, <laughs> you know you're about to have a good time, brother. Uh, but, yeah, so it's just a, a, a five-piece band at this point. I was looking through the history of... Stabbing Westward's like members, and it seems like they they don't really have like a consistent group of people in the band at all times. Oh, um, really? Interesting. Beyond like Christopher Hall and Walter Flackus, um, <laughs> seems like they kind of just kind of uh, get new people as as they need to. Okay. I saw on the subsequent album after this that uh, the record label said we we don't we want you guys to go in a more pop direction, so they fired. Hmm. Uh, Marcus Eliopoulos as the guitarist and they brought in somebody else and he rewrote all the guitar parts to make them a bit more poppy. It was weird. Interesting. Okay. It was weird. Uh, no real additional musicians to discuss on this album, uh, but this is the third studio album by the band. It was recorded at El Dorado Studios and Energy Recording Studios in North Hollywood, California, produced by Dave Jordan, not Jordan, but Jordan. <laughs> Uh, who produced Allison Chains, Anthrax, The Offspring, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Pit Shifter, which not the hey. album we just discussed, but the next album uh, okay. that we'll get to later in the timeline, and then uh, Maybe. engineered and <laughs> yeah, engineered and co-produced by Ulrich Wild, uh, who's worked with Snoop Dogg, White Zombie, Power Man Five Thousand, Limp Biscuit, Static X, Death Clock, etc., etc. Uh, yeah, some some of those it was just like for engineering stuff, but. Even sure. still, I, I recognize that name from a while back. This album had quite a few positive reviews, and it was cited as the best album from Stabbing Westward. Uh, the track Save Yourself uh, reached number four on the U.S. mainstream rock charts. 
and was the highest placing single for this band. Uh, but despite that, in 2000, the day before the band was to fly to Hawaii to record their next album, uh, hmm. and they were going to record with Bob Rock, who recorded with uh, or produced Metallica for a few albums, uh, the band was dropped by Columbia Records. So that kind of sucks. You have your like highest selling single, and then it doesn't really get you anywhere, unfortunately. Uh, there are three singles from this album. Sometimes it hurts. Save yourself and haunting me. Yeah. Do, how many of those do you remember? Save like, yourself. So that's it, right? That's it. Okay. Yeah. That's why it was the biggest single. Um, I don't really recall much else by them, really. Really? Yeah. They had some singles off of other albums that uh, okay. that are more prominent. They're probably like if you were to listen to radio and they say we have a song by <laughs> Stabbing Westward come up. Uh, it'd probably be one of the other two songs uh, right. off of a previous album. Um, let's talk about the album title. Uh, Darkest okay. Days is a concept album consisting of four acts with each portraying a different emotional phase after going through a breakup. Uh, but it was never marketed as such. So the album title is just like, this is the darkest days of someone's life as they're going through all of this bullshit. Okay. Um, and I thought that was interesting because I don't really... Uh, listen to concept albums. Uh, we've yeah. talked about that before, uh, where uh, I think maybe you'd mentioned wanting, like you're okay with listening to a concept song. You don't necessarily want to sit through a concept album, though. Uh, yeah. Did that hold up with? <laughs> did that statement hold true for this this album? Do you think? I'm uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, I have a complicated. Uh, I have complicated feelings on this album. Mm -hmm. um, this band in general, I should say. Okay. Um, I am not the biggest... Uh, why am I sugarcoating this? I, I don't really like this band. Okay. Um, much at all. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I, I, I went into this uh, genuinely trying to like find a way into it. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I, I was a little bit surprised that uh, after a couple listens, there was there was a couple things I started to kind of like vibe with a little bit more. Okay. Um, but overall, I think that the 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 biggest sticking point with me is the singer, the vocals. Okay. That was gonna be one of my questions. Okay. <clears throat> it is. He is so. And I don't I don't want to say oh, this is gonna sound weird. Like he's so earnest. Hey, Vern. That's what, okay. That's yeah. what I was. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. You, I couldn't stop giving myself. Giving you plenty of space so for that one. I couldn't stop it. Uh, I wasn't, wasn't going to move on until you said it something. It wasn't even good. <laughs> I didn't even try to affect a voice. Know what I mean, Vern? Yeah. Um. He, he's just so. I've been trying to formulate my thoughts on this, and mm -hmm. as you can tell, I've I've <laughs> I've really nailed it. No, it's just he, he's, it's so like the way he sings is so like serious mm -hmm. you know like and not in a good way like chino chino marino from the deftones like um you know ha has a lot of like seriousness uh in his but but uh there's something so unique about him that that carries carries through and translates well um in, in, into uh in, into the deftones mm -hmm. um and, and i and i chino's one of my favorite singers period like yeah. just I, I just love chino marino it's um, like chino pavarotti um, chino pavarotti the sting, uh, sting. 
the wrestler. Yes. <laughs> He's got a beautiful singing oh voice. A lot of people don't know. God. Hey, Gordon Sumner, suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he probably has. <laughs> His own. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh, he's... I'd, I'd watch that. I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, no, it's just... Uh, he's so, like, serious about it that it just... It takes me out of it because I'm like, dude, chill. Like, like have fun. Like, and I know, like, okay, dark... Like, not all music has to be fun. And I'm not saying, like, this has to be, like... Uh, like silly or anything. I don't know. I, I just, it's so just, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. Like, you know, like uh, we, we kind of come to new metal to have fun, right? bounce around a little bit, you know, yeah. see a, a weird dork up on stage and a kilt playing at <laughs> bagpipes. And then uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I enjoy that mm-hmm. uh, because it's, it's like unique and it's, it's, fun mm-hmm. um even though some of the subject material can be very dark and um not fun mm-hmm. um this is just so like it's tough for me to listen to okay okay um because it's just it's just god it just drags mm-hmm. like it's it's not it's not it's hard for you to engage with it yes right. it's very almost damn near impossible for me to engage with this with this band, period. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that I, I I started to get into the production of this album. Like okay. w- w- when we when we get to it, I'll, I'll point some of it out because there is some elements of the of of the band that I actually started to. I, I don't want to say enjoy. That might be giving them too much, but <laughs> started to vibe with you okay. know. Yeah. Um, and and some of the I I, I made a note that. Some, some of it reminds me of like Mortal Kombat a little bit. I I've got that note on two different tracks. Fuck. Yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna team up on some of this stuff. Yeah, um, um, yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna say on the the whole aspect of it being a concept album, it's split into four acts. The first act is weird. Is tracks one through four. Uh, it's about sabotaging the relationship. The second act, tracks five through nine, is about lust, hope, and longing. The third act is tracks uh, 10, 11, and 12 uh, is about hitting rock bottom after it's all over. The fourth act, 13 through 16, is about recovery and self-respect. So that's the, I guess, the lyrical concept as you go through here. Um, let's talk about the cover art. I got to get your yeah. thoughts on this because uh, the cover art, because, because <laughs> the cover <laughs> art. We ain't getting away with that one. <laughs> The cover art's by Dave McKeon, yeah. who uh, did a lot of covers for the Sandman comics. Uh, it's yes. primarily how I know him. Um, Arkham Asylum, A Serious House on Serious Earth. And he did a bunch of like album covers for other bands and shit. But like, yeah. this is a new metal podcast. We're talking about comic books. <laughs> That's where we're at. So, um, but yeah, he's, he's created Good a crossover. I mean, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. I do like the album cover a lot with the little uh, weird guy with the umbrella. I think it yeah. looks cool. Um, I remember looking through the CD booklet back in the day cause I used to own this album and I was really impressed with a lot of the like, uh, surrealist artwork that's in there. Um, yeah. but, uh, Dave McKean also did, uh, artwork, sorry, did album covers for Counting Crows, Alice Cooper, Tori Amos. <laughs> Dream Theater, Skinny Puppy, Toe the Wet Sprocket, <laughs> etc. Which is weird because I had no idea he had that many, like, yeah, albums that he worked on. You know, that's crazy. Um, going back to the music of it all, the the overall sound. 
yeah. It seems like there's definitely more of a focus on industrial music, but there's some little uh, flickers of new metal here and there, primarily with like different guitar tones and that type of thing. Right. Um, there's a number of slower, more melodic moments, some cool keyboard and synth sounds, and then what my initial thought and w- the same thought I carried through through the entire listening of this album was is uh, this seems like proto-emo type of music. Like it's right before there was My Chemical Romance and uh, um, another emo band. <laughs> there, was, there was this. There was this. Uh, yeah. That's what it, it reminded me of. It's very, very emotional. Um, it's, yes. It seems like there's uh, The Downward Spiral by Nine Inch Nails came out like four years before this. And, right. and it seems like there's probably some influence on this album from that, uh, especially on the quieter moments. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, with more of a, a rock feel to it, I guess. So, yeah. Rock feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, no. I, I, I now, now you said you pronounce it two ways, Dave McKean and Dave McKeon. Which, yeah. which, which one are you going with? No. <laughs> I panicked. Uh, I, w- I was just trying to read through all these notes. Okay. Uh, I think it's uh, it's spelled M C K E A N. Right. And he's I think he's English. So M- McCain in ne- McCain. Yeah. Yeah. No disrespect. Okay. No di- all respect in the world. No disrespect. <laughs> we but- love Italians. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. <laughs> Do you like garlic bread nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Garlic Bread Nuts just released a new album last Hell Friday. Yeah. yeah. Um but uh but yeah, I think it's I don't know. Just like whatever we say we McKean. Say. McKean. There we go. McKean. Let's just talk about Dave McKean. McKean. <laughs> uh I, I really I really dig his art. I think he's yeah. a um he's versatile. Um if you if you do some googling out there listeners, um just google Dave McKean comic. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see some like really, really, really interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, he uses a lot of like photography. I feel like in in, in some of it feels like um, it. Yeah. I think he was one of the earliest like Photoshop artists that I remember right. seeing. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah. He really. Um, uh, he was good at Photoshop. Mm-hmm. But it it was like, but yeah, like that's the the main difference. You you would see stuff that was photoshopped to hell back in the day but this was like tasteful you know right it, had, it, it like made you think about what it was you were looking at yeah 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 um like his sandman stuff obviously is probably i would say well not as most well known because arkham asylum is mm-hmm. probably his most well-known stuff yeah um and arkham asylum is uh pretty pretty phenomenal um i know not everybody loves Morrison's take on Batman. Mm-hmm. I, I happen to be one. I uh, really, 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 really love his Morrison's Batman. Um, big time. Bravo. Bravo, bravo. What are your feelings on it? I feel like you're kind of 50-50. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. Uh, I'm kind of hit and miss with Morrison. My favorite thing yeah. that I think he's written is either We Three or yeah. All-Star Superman. Hell I, yeah. I love animals. I love Superman. <laughs> and uh, those two yeah. stories have those in them. Yeah, uh, but like some of the the like the Batman ongoing stuff, it really lost me. Like the last time I got really mad at a comic book <laughs> was <laughs> was in uh, you know back after Final Crisis where Batman like 
we thought he died or whatever, or they hinted that he right. died. He really just got sent back to the past. <clears throat> yeah. There's a series that like was Bruce Wayne traveling forward through time to get back to the present. Yeah. And he was like a caveman and then a pirate and then like some other bullshit. And it was just like, Oh my God, this is so I loved fucked. That. I know. <laughs> I know like so many people loved it, but it was just like, this is so fucking corny to me. Like, <laughs> I don't like, and I like corny stuff, obviously, but <clears throat> I think I think that's what he was going for was corny. Well, it's, no, <laughs> it's not good. Like I, I think it was a he can be paired really well uh, with a nice Chianti uh, <laughs> or a really good artist. I think Frank Quietly is a mm. wonderful fit for him. Yeah, um, and some of his Phenomenal. like his uh, more independent work sits better with me than. Like when you put Grant Morrison and then like Adam Kubert together and you're trying to be weird, it's just, I don't know. It just doesn't mix well to me. It just it seems atonal. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. It is fair. It's the most uh, fair thing that's ever been said. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I respect your opinion. I piss on it, but I respect <laughs> it. Um, no, 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 no. Um, I'm looking at all star Superman right now. I don't look Up at him on your shelf. He's, um, he's a wonderful little boy. He 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 has multiple speeds. Like he has mm-hmm. multiple, uh, and and like it's it's crazy because you can go from like the filth, um, that level of just like bizarre fucking weirdness, mm-hmm. um, over to like his JLA work. Yeah. Um, which is a lot oh, more yeah, like right. like a superhero focused. With oh, a, you know what? Real like quick, Howard Porter. Uh, we we keep saying he and him, but he's or oh. they they them are the pronouns. I keep forgetting. I, I know. I'm just like I literally just found out not too long ago. I was like, oh shit, I need to try to update this, but I yes. I can't. But no disrespect on that. No disrespect. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually uh just purchased a Luda. Chris? Luda. Yeah. Yeah. Luda Jeff Bridges. <laughs> I stole that from <laughs> Teacher's Lounge. Oh. <clears throat> uh, 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 what was he saying? Luda? Uh, Luda. Luda, uh, which is Morrison's um, uh, first like fiction novel. Oh. Um, it, it, I, I, I'm not very far into it. I tried to read it on our... Um, uh, on her vacation, but it was just, it wasn't, wasn't, the book was good, but I just didn't have the, uh, mental, <laughs> uh, fortitude to, uh, to, to read anything period. Um, yeah. it, it was just hard to focus cause I was, my mind was falling apart. And I feel like with Morrison, you definitely need to be like, uh, you need to pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Big mm-hmm. time. You gotta pay attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will get lost. Um, but uh, uh, it's it's uh, so far what I've read uh, has been super, excuse me, super interesting, a mm-hmm. lot of fun. Um, highly recommend uh, if you're into if you're into just weirdness, just general fucking weird shit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, recommend it highly. Are there pictures in it? No, I'm out. Yep, I know. All right, let's uh, let's move back to the album. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the to- <laughs> the total running. Length of the album is 64 minutes, 23 seconds. And uh, depending on your taste, uh, you might feel that exact amount of time, maybe double. <laughs> um, so let's, do, do you just want to get into it then? Um, yeah, let's say, okay. I, I, uh, 
Yeah, just just really the only only thing I had to say in general about Sam Inglesford is the 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 lyrics, the the vocals. I'm just mm-hmm. out. I'm out. I'm out. Okay. I'm out. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, also, uh, they had a song on uh, the faculty, which I just recently watched. Oh yeah, yeah. They I've which got some notes on that. A really great movie. Mm-hmm. Really, really great movie. Okay. Um, so before we start track one here, let's yeah. keep in mind these first four tracks are in the act one phase, meaning that it's about sabotaging the relationship. Oh, yeah. God damn. <laughs> I was trying to do sabotage Beastie Boys. <laughs> but my voice is <laughs> shot. <laughs> All right. Here we go. All right. Darkest Days. Track one. Um, I put on here that it kind of, me of, kind of reminds me of Christmas. <laughs> What? I really? I, I was just scraping for something, man. <laughs> looking for anything at all. You're just like looking <laughs> yeah. around your house. So this has a slow start to it, but it has like eventual new metal guitar that kicks in around yeah. like the one minute, 20 second mark. No, I just... Oh, God. I'm trying. What What do you feel about this being a uh, an album opener so far? Um, not good. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> Turn it down just a little bit. Um, yeah, I just... Okay, they think it's a... It reminds me of Christmas. Oh, okay, I see. Kind of. I got what you're saying. Yeah, it just his voice. I am not feeling it. Okay, it's my. It's a lot of my issues with like emo music in general. Here's the new metal guitar. Okay, yeah. We're kind of digging some of the background layerings. Yeah, um, that, that's that's probably my 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 favorite part of. Uh, this album in general mm-hmm. is, is is some of the production on it. Yeah, pretty neat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, neat production guy. <laughs> Shining review. Shining review. God, my brain is not working. That's all right. This is the most I've like talked hey. since I had COVID. Hey, COVID brain. Yeah, it's real, dude. Yeah. Go. Not on the vocal tip, but like on the drums. I like that the toms are so prominent yeah. on this being like the chorus because you don't hear that too often. Most of the time, the tom the toms are just kind of like also there, or there for fills or something <laughs> like that, you know. But yeah, I, I like that part. Uh, but yes, I I understand why you wouldn't like his voice. <laughs> yeah. Like, how are you? How do you feel on his voice? Like, I go I back and forth, voice. honestly. Like, there yeah. are some points where I think it's okay. Like. I don't know if it's just because I'm used to it, but I think right. the vocals on Save Yourself are pretty good, you know, for what they are. Yeah. Um, I think on this <laughs> what they are. this part of the song, where he's, like, singing so high, it's writing this weird line where it doesn't know if you <laughs> if it wants to be a note or just, like, screamed vocals, you yeah. know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. a good point. It's, like, teetering on this It doesn't know what edge. it wants to be, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Darkest Days. 
And then, of course, the song ends with a <clears throat> nod to the following track right here. So it's like kind of a, a dramatic begin to the album. That's my that's my stabbing westward. That's what I hear just all the time. Ross, do stabbing westward. I don't. I just. Uh, you know I want to like it. I mean, okay. Look. Next next song. Uh, Everything I touch. Yes, track number two. So this is where that refrain from, or not the refrain, but the the little like whispered bit at the end of the previous album came from. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to like get into this. Well, uh, we don't have to like touch on. Ironically, we Good. don't have to touch on every song on this album. Okay, I will say this is maybe my favorite song on the album. Really? Yeah. Fascinating to me. Really? Yes, because of a very specific reason. So, oh, and okay. I remember this vividly. Okay. So you were talking about how you're not really a big fan of this album or this band, Stabbing yeah. Westward. Our friend Adam fucking hate Stabbing Westward. This yes. was his band to hate. Yes. Mine was Monster Magnet back right. in the day, and again, I've held a press conference. I take it back. <clears throat> I do not hold those feelings anymore. Yes. Yours was Live, the band oh, Live, yeah. and then uh, his was Stabbing Westward. And there was a point where Stabbing Westward was coming into town to play an Edge Fest here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Sounds right, yeah. And this album came out around, like maybe earlier on, but the only available single was uh, save yourself. Yeah. So our local radio station, whenever they would have what was called a double edge, they would play two songs back to back. I they, just got that. <laughs> they would. <laughs> they, I guess they would just like pick a random song. So this was the other song they would play. Okay. It'd be save yourself and then this, and so this song was actually on the radio, but it doesn't seem like it made it to any other like of their uh, best of albums that have come out. That right. said, when this song was on the radio, I vividly remember hearing this with our friend Adam. He heard it, and when it got to the chorus, it kicked in right here. Yeah. Everything I touch, I break. He goes, well, stop touching stuff then. <laughs> like, yeah, there was, it was like, he was so like panicked and just like fucking <laughs> over it. He was just like so over it. I was just like, okay, man, like, oh, it's all that's good. fucking good. But like, you know, <laughs> this is this is the type of problem you have like before you can like drive and shit, you know. <laughs> but um, I I do like that the dynamics hilarious. of this song. Uh, it, I I appreciate them going from like loud to quiet, I guess. But also, there's just like it has like this haunting feel to it a little bit, yeah. like the atmosphere of it, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm fascinated why this is your favorite song is there any particular reason I, I it's the only one that like really that like stuck out to me for some reason Interesting. kind of okay. dig this guitar part a little bit I, yeah it's fine yeah fine it's fine <laughs> um I dig some of the production on it um it's got some neat uh, like layering mm-hmm. um, in there. Some some good like uh, 
like post production kind of like like fill in stuff there. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing like synthesizer. Like hey, here we are, track three. <clears throat> We're going moving on. Um, how can I hold on? Yeah, no question mark. <laughs> kind of punctuation, okay. dorks. Or- this is okay. I put uh, on here. Uh, gives me a heavy Rage Against the Machine vibe. Ooh, I hear that now. Yeah, I, I like this wild synth line that comes in there as well. Yeah, it, like starts the song, comes back here. Um, so I I listened to this album between like the last time we recorded and now. I've only listened to this album like maybe three times because yeah. it's not something that's like fun to go back to. You know, these aren't. Uh, not a lot of like bounce or groove to these songs. Not a whole lot of like, oh well, I identify with these lyrics currently in my life or whatever. You know, uh, right. not a, not a whole lot for me to want to go back to necessarily. <clears throat> yeah. But when I was re-listening to this album a couple times today, this is one of the songs that I thought was like catchier. Like I, I feel like a lot okay. of the, the the catchier songs are front loaded here, and then the latter half of the album lags quite a bit yeah, yeah. what do you think about this so, chorus understatement um this was this was like the biggest one because i was like oh if ross does not like these vocals this might be the most one of the more egregious choruses yeah it's look i have a hard time even like <laughs> disliking it <laughs> like i'm just so, oh it's just like i'm just so, so mediocre different oh, okay to it. interesting Wow. Yeah, okay. I, I I just his vocal it's it's so try hard. Okay, it feels like somebody who he's like so breathy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and I know a lot of that is just going to be like personal preference. Like mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's like objectively bad. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm saying like I just like it's the same reason I don't like emo music. Well, is, uh, <laughs> this is a nail on the head. Yeah, it's mm. because it, it's just so earnest and and trying to be so. Hey, Vern. There we go. <laughs> Slot it right in. Um, it's it's trying so hard to be so serious mm. and so like deep and emotional mm-hmm. that it turns me off. Okay. Period. Yeah. I, I just shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I, I did I did try I genuinely tried to give it like. Um, like a shot. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I went into this saying, you know what? I'm going to try to like this. Yeah. And I just... Ugh. I mean, you can only do what you can do. Sure. You know? Like, there's 16 goddamn tracks on this album. Why so many? I know. It's, Why so many? You could have easily cut <laughs> all of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, this is like an excessive amount of music to put, put out. But I understand, like, the concept... Of a concept album, but it's like you've got <clears throat> four acts spread over sixteen songs. You probably like trim some of those out of there, right? Three. Yeah. Do th- just do three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Act one, guy sad. Act two, he wins the lottery. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was trying to find what their monthly uh, listens are, but um, eh, whatever. Fuck it. I'm using an old phone to uh, because we were having some some weird uh, staticky issues, and so I'm using like an old phone, and the battery is dying. I had it at 100 percent when I came over, and it is at like 16 uh, percent. Uh, so, Damn. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're getting to the 
getting to the end of this. I put on here, I, I do like the synth sound. Mm -hmm. um, there's some synth on here that, the wink, the wink, right here. Yeah. I, I dig that. Mm -hmm. Pretty pretty decent. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> pretty that, decent. Okay, I, fine. <laughs> like I said, I'm trying here. I am trying. Yeah. If you're a big Stabbing Westward fan, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't even think they're a bad band. I just, I, I feel so indifferent towards them. I watched some YouTube videos. Um, oh, oh, wait. Here, wait. <laughs> Okay. Right. Oh, do we, do Did you pause we, it? Yeah. Okay, cool. No, uh, no I was going to say, I, I uh, watched some YouTube videos of them playing live, like in 20, I don't know, like the past five years or whatever. Yeah. And it's because I have this, the same general idea as you of like, uh, I bet they're like so self-serious and all this stuff. But I saw them play some songs live and it seemed like they were having a good time. Like, okay. like there was a lot of crowd participation on like the choruses and stuff and just like he seems like a pretty good front man, Christopher Hall. So yeah, I mean that that might have saved it for me a little bit. Sure, he can't save me, but man, he could save himself at a dang old <laughs> concert. Tell you what. Okay, so it looks like on Spotify they are uh, showing two hundred and seventy-seven thousand listeners a month, half of what we've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean they're 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 getting close. They're close. I mean, okay. look, we'll give them a bump. Okay, you okay, know? okay. Stabbing. We'll help them out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always like to compare that to like what we've and and I always mean to bring this up, but I always forget. Oh yeah. Um. So we had like what pitch shifter. Yeah. Um. Last time. Uh. It's like seven uh, listens. It's an incredible <laughs> album. No one's ever fucking heard of. <laughs> yeah. Uh. We what do we got here? Uh. One hundred and eleven thousand. So about wow. half. Okay. Which yeah. is kind of surprising. I yeah. I feel like I I would have expected him uh. Stabbing westward to have more, um, because mm -hmm. uh, Shifter, one hundred and eleven thousand isn't terrible for a, again a band that no one seems to remember at all. These are monthly uh, listens. <laughs> monthly listens. Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's more than I thought they would have. Right. right. I like. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. So good album. Uh, just to compare this to the goat, uh, Limp Biscuit mm -hmm. has uh, nine million three hundred and seventy eight thousand. Wow. Listens. Okay. So. That's good. Um, yeah, the, the the kings, of course, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they, you know, yeah. You know, I always, I always like to kind of compare. Uh, shockingly, corn has seven million eight hundred thirty nine thousand. Really? So biscuit one out. Biscuit's got two wow. million on them. Damn. Wild, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh, pretty, pretty, pretty shocking. Um, Deftones, weirdly mm -hmm. enough, six million nineteen thousand. Wow. So. That's yeah, I'm surprised they're that close to, like, yeah, them and corner that neck and neck essentially. I know. I, 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 I mean, both I guess of I them... would have assumed corn would have more. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they go. They do. But yeah, um, I mean, I'm saying like more than than than, than yeah. they're showing or whatever, uh, because corn seems to have like an ongoing legacy with like uh like a certain like th th they're always gonna have this like outsider mm -hmm. um kind of like. You know, like I'm not trying to be rude here, but mm -hmm. sort of um, help me out with this. <laughs> where, where are we going? I'm not trying to be rude, but like kind of like your your trailer park set. Oh, um, sure. I'm, again, I'm not trying to be rude yeah. about that at all. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but like they 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 sent they they have like an ongoing legacy with like um, the the like people like that. Yeah, and, and mm -hmm. again. 
I went to a stress. I am not putting them down. I'm mm-hmm. fine. I, I love people in trailer parks. He's doing a jack-off motion with his hands. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. Just you're, you're outsiders. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you know, and, and God bless them. Those people, you know, they, they, they stick by something, you know, and like corn is like their band. Uh, so, you know, bravo to them. Um, I mean, seriously, I, 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 I feel like I feel like I, I, it's going to be taken wrong, but I, I, I genuinely do mean that we fuck around way too much. So, right. Like anytime it we are like, sincere. Yeah. I mean, being 100 percent sincere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. OK. OK. okay. He keeps well, winking. Yeah. Uh, Drugstore. Drugstore. Let's do this. The drug store. Track four. I put Nine Inch Nail vibes big time right mm-hmm. up top. Old Nine Inch Nail. It sounds like KMFDM. KMFDM. Harder than the rest. This weird little like, I don't know if that's a guitar or a synth or whatever, but it sounds like a pitch. a pained ta- uh, pterodactyl. It sounds like me. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is one of the songs I said sounds like it belongs on a Mortal Kombat soundtrack. Yes, so especially big here. Big time. Luke Cage Johnny Cage Scorpion I'm Sonya Blade and I'm here to say <laughs> Man I used to fucking love this song When I owned this album back in the day But yeah. now I Listen back to this and I'm like Huh It started it's out vocal. so strong Yeah, And then this happens mm-hmm. Like, dude, breathe less. <laughs> that might be the meanest thing that's ever been said. On this I don't show. mean that like. I don't mean that like die. I mean like, don't be so breathy with your vocals. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe that's why I like this song so much. Back in the day, is because of the Mortal Kombat feel of it. I think I had the one of the Mortal Kombat soundtracks. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I bet this would. I bet you could like really fight someone to this song. It's like, no, <laughs> this is not like, this does not have that energy. You I know? feel like I remember you playing this a lot. Yeah, I you yeah. really like this song. I, yeah. What do you think bad. about this bass, like bass tone line. here? Okay. Yeah. Has this like growl to it? I love this part. This part is good. Again, a lot of the band, like the the instrumental stuff, I I I. There's there's some elements of it I really really do genuinely dig. It's yeah. just all brought down by the vocals for me. Yeah. Uh, well, if you want, we can just move on to the next track. Yeah. This is gonna kick off the act about lust, hope, and longing. This opening to the song. You complete me. It sounds drunk to me. The opening of the song. <laughs> 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 I dig this. Did this you say the, Did you say the name of the song? You complete me. You complete okay, me. Yeah, I did it in the Forrest Gump. Gump voice. Yeah, isn't that what he says? You complete me, Jenny. You uh, complete me. Is that what he says? I don't know. Is that what that is? I thought Maybe. that was like uh, Jerry Maguire. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I put on here that uh, uh, not bad, and that I. Uh, I should kind of dig the the, the, the verses. Um, 
I don't love them, but in comparison with the rest of the vocals, mm-hmm. um, I, I dig the, I dig, dig them. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Um, I like the synth line that's in this this song. It's like uh, the pre, I guess the post-chorus type of verse <clears throat> thing. Yeah. No, you know what? You're right. Jerry Maguire, you complete me. Wow. Okay. I've I never. I thought. I've that. never even seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have either. Yeah. I don't know why I thought... What was... God, my brain... You complete me? Wait, here. Here's this synth line I was talking about. Yeah, I I like this. Yeah. Yeah, I think the keyboard work is strong here. Yeah, agree. Yeah. 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 Walter? Hey, man. Walter Flackus, he comes in a clutch. I tell you what. He'll ruin every goddamn purse you have. He comes in every clutch. (laughs) He's no, uh, uh, what's the, Gravity Kills. Oh, Doug, Doug Furley? Doug Furley. Oh, God. Yeah, hell God. yeah. He was, our, he was the king back in the day. Doug Furley. Like, if you out there are uh, curious, I, I would highly uh, highly encourage you to go watch some Gravity Kills stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically look up Doug Furley with his cool fuzzy hat yeah. and his fucking badass synthesizer setup. Oh, my God. Like his, we finally got to see them in concert. Yeah. Like, was it like 15 years ago or some shit in, <laughs> yeah. in Tulsa? And man, it was, it lived up to the fucking hype. Oh, it I was amazing. Blast. It was incredible. Um, anything else for you on this particular track? Um, I have no other notes now. Okay. Yeah. We can move on to okay. the next one. The big hit. This is the big one, brothers and sisters. <laughs> this is Save Yourself. The sixth track on this album. And I used to have this thing in my head where I was like, it seems like on a lot of the albums I listen to, track six is my favorite. Yeah. I don't know that that's the case for this particular one. I do like this song, but I think there's a, a later song that I would probably say is my favorite. Yeah. The the intro to the song with the... Yep. Yep. <laughs> beep, yep. It reminds me of the Budweiser frogs. <laughs> <laughs> and this guitar definitely has like a new metal tinge to it you know oh for sure is it tinge or twinge uh you can do either i think it's tinge tinge yeah okay so i was reading about this song and evidently christopher hall wrote it because on their previous two albums there was a, a lot of discussion about um you know dealing with depression mental illness Loss, that type mental of thing. Illness? Min- mental illness. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm the mental illness. <laughs> you know that Nas album, Mental Illness. <laughs> uh, mental illness and uh, loss, yeah. and that that very serious uh, topics or whatever. And uh, so a lot of his fans would reach out to him for help and like solve my problems. So this song is really an answer. He, he said that like at first it seems like he's being a dick, like no, you do it yourself, save yourself. But he's like, no, I'm in that struggle with you. I can't save you. You can just save yourself. Like we're, we all have to figure this out together. Which I, I like, actually made me like feel some kind of way about the lyrics, like in a, a good way. Most of the time I don't ever fucking pay attention. <laughs> They could just be like whatever syllables they want to be. It, they're all basically uh, just do yeah. host. We are know. we are classically two people who don't give a shit about. I, I really don't. Until this comes to rap, then I then I. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I really I, shitting I on your titties when I'm pissing on your titties. <laughs> yeah. Ah. 
Holy shit. <laughs> you nailed it. Oh my god. Are you not? Are you MF Doom? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Shitting on your titties while I'm pissing on your titties. Um, Coming in your ear. <laughs> and I'm farting on your rear. What? <laughs> Fart to fart, you know, it's coming back like art to art. Where am I going with this shit? I got COVID brain. I'm about to go insane. This is the most cheesy ass shit you've ever heard in a refrain. What? 2022? <laughs> uh, I'm already tired. <laughs> if, I can tell. If you don't, ha- if you tell. haven't had COVID, um, you were just tired all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I have been tired all the time. I what is it? Ten o'clock right now. I would have been asleep two hours ago. <laughs> Straight up ten o'clock. <laughs> so I am like running on adrenaline and uh, yeah. Well, tired. We're only six tracks into this <laughs> okay, sixteen track album. <laughs> um, Number seven, haunting me. Haunting me. I don't like this song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it has a incredibly repetitive chorus. Uh, that, that happens a few times on this album yeah. where it's just like the same lyrics over and over again. Um, I kind of wonder how that conversation went in the studio where, I don't know if it was like a rush job thing or whatever, where it's like, dude, did you write the lyrics to that chorus? He's uh, like, uh, yeah. 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 It's like, um, how's it go? Why, why are you haunting me? But just like eight times. This doesn't sound like them. This is like a weird. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like any of the other songs. Oh really? I guess this kind of does. This does. Yeah, yeah, I think the chorus. Like it's fine. Uh, let's see. It was uh, in the opening scenes of the Faculty. The okay. Song. Okay. So this okay, is what okay. you would have heard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do love that movie. The yeah. Movie's fucking great. I haven't seen it in a long time. Is, that's the, I think it's on HBO Max right now. Go watch it right now. They might have removed it by now. Oh, that's right. Says love. Get fucked. Suck a dick. Bring back Uncle Grandpa, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh. uh, any other notes on nope. this track? Okay, let's move on to track eight. Torn Apart. Torn Apart. Now, um, you and I know this song differently, right? Because this song was on the Spawn soundtrack. Was it really? Yeah, it's the Wink remix. Oh, okay. I always skip this one. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, very punk. Oh, on the Spawn album? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is... Uh, I really like the energy of this, this song. Uh, this is, like, my favorite song on this album, I think. Okay. I put Not Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Which, hey, stellar review for I mean, me, uh, you know... In comparison to everything else. What do you think about the bass on this song? Wait, like buried in there now. The melody's not bad. Okay, it's not bad. For whatever reason, the repetitive chorus doesn't bother me on this. Yeah, I don't know why. It just—it really doesn't. It doesn't bother me at all. But yeah, a remix version of this is on uh, the Spawn soundtrack. Okay, and it, it ju- does. I, I do. I do recall it now. Yeah, it's, we'll uh, the chorus. July of uh, 1997, which predates this album, meaning that the remix came out before the song would have been 
available. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It's not interesting. It's just okay. It's just a thing to know. You know, it's a it's thing just, I said. <clears throat> people heard it. Knowledge that I'll slot in there and <clears throat> oh, I'll forget. Dump it at the end of the night. I'll forget by the time we record the next <laughs> album for sure. Um, but yeah, like the there's some like new metal guitar on yeah. on this one as well um, on the chorus and whatnot. Some cool keyboard stuff. All of that stuff. <laughs> Anything else for you on this one? You know, I think I think what it is with his voice is it's all sung in like the, the same register, and it's all like he, he. It's like he's got two singing voices, like, uh, but like the even even then they sound very similar to each other. Like you can almost interchange the lyric, like. You could interchange the or the the vocals rather with with so many different songs. I feel like they're all sung in the same key, in the oh. same register, mm-hmm. in the same tone. Um, that they're just it all starts to sound so samey to me. Okay. Um, yeah. And I think that's like one of my bigger issues with this is that it's just very samey. Okay, they all kind the of blend song. together. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Track nine. Sometimes it hurts. <laughs> It sounds like a fart. It sounds like a slow uh. fart. We both were looking away, looked up, locked eyes at the exact same moment. I do okay. kind of like the the groove of this song. Like this. Like I, I made a note that it could be the sexy time music for a 90s action movie. Oh, for sure. Just like the, the music, yeah. like sans vocals, right? Like the fourth Crow movie. <laughs> yeah. Crow again. <laughs> no, let's see. That that would be like the second one. Uh, I think like the fourth one would be like shit just got out of hand. It'd be like Crowmageddon. <laughs> Crow four. Crow. <laughs> okay, I do. I do. I actually do remember this. This is on something, is it not? Oh. Uh, sounds familiar oh well i mean maybe i've come because i listened to it earlier today probably uh i don't have anything specifically on this one for other media but um evidently like the music video they shot for this was supposed to be wizard of oz themes but i guess there was like clearance issues so they had to take a lot of that shit out of there so all that was eventually removed and evidently the the music video was just like weird i don't know if it's i didn't watch it you know (laughs) yeah but I, I, from what I understand, it's like, I, I think I saw somebody on Reddit post, oh, if you put the Wizard of Oz, or go into it knowing there's supposed to be Wizard of Oz stuff, yeah, that, uh, it would be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, that's the one thing it was missing was fucking <laughs> yeah. Wizard of Oz bullshit in there. Wow, I, uh, I just looked up a picture, like a current picture of them, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll post that on the... Uh, they they look uh, goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. <clears throat> okay. This okay. I, I I will say that the uh, the melody on this isn't isn't bad. I actually don't mind the melody on this. This is so wild. Because I would have thought you would have hated this one. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm just like my 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 whole sensor. What I think you might think is, is way off. Your raw oh, stars one. off. Yes, yes. Um, is he's not so breathy. I think maybe. Okay. Um, I don't love it. I, I just right. It's it's fine. All right. Next Serviceable. <laughs> Track ten. Drowning. <laughs> <laughs> 
So this is where we're in Act Three. It's about hitting rock bottom after it's all over. Okay. Right. So. God, even even like the the theme of this album is just the most generic fucking shit. A like, little bit. A little bit. Like. It's, <laughs> oh God, I'm losing it. <laughs> the amount of times you've grabbed your temples. <sighs> I'm so tired. Yeah. Uh, obviously this is a much quieter track it's kind of like this throughout the rest of the song and this is one where I was picking up some definite downward spiral vibes I actually put on here that uh, this would make a interesting sample for like um, if you if you were to put like maybe like a hip-hop beat or something mm-hmm. under this and and you know I think you could do something a little bit interesting with this instrumental part here like you could sample I'd be shitting on your titties girl <laughs> I'll be pissing on your titty. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Got, got some whales in there. You know, uh, the people who created Finding Nemo yeah. actually listened to this song, and they were like, wait a minute. What if they were fish? I was listening to Stabbing Westward. Then I called up Ellen DeGeneres, and I said a cuss word. <laughs> 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 Beat poetry. Uh, any other notes for you on drowning? She's really mean to all her employees. You better watch out, because, man, I'll buy a whole key. What the fuck did I just say? Yo, I think Ellen's generous might be gay. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this rapper young blanket isn't, isn't, isn't the smartest guy uh we're on track 11 desperate now and my note for this one was oh no i put skip yeah so i i'm not trying to be mean but this does sound like definition album filler to me yeah like every bit of this like this almost sounds like a an uninspired jam session that they were just like i guess this is a song like yeah. You know? So, literally all my notes were that. So, uh, do you want... So fucking boring. Goodbye, I put skip. <laughs> Track 12. Uh, yeah, another very slow, somber song. So, that was 12. We'll move on to 13. <laughs> when I'm Dead. This I one, I do like this one. So, this is a nice jolt of energy after the last three, like, slow songs, essentially. Yeah. But it, they, like, go fucking all in. And I'm... Like, I can... Like, I appreciate that, but also, like... I wonder what the sequencing for the the album was like, especially when it comes to a concept album. <laughs> because like, you're writing these different songs, like musically, but also maybe after the fact lyrically. And how do you, like, what if sonically it sounds better to have these two songs together, but it doesn't jive lyrically? Like, yeah. what are the conversations they have? I, I've always been interested in that. I think they just made. I think they. I think they put this out and we're like hey maybe maybe this could be a concept album maybe that'll help people (laughs) listen to it well that's the thing is it was never marketed as such like no it makes no sense they had to no they had to invent wikipedia and the website (laughs) genius.com in order for us to find that out i guarantee we could spend uh, like two days just pouring over the lyrics and it, it would not make sense as a concept album yeah there's no way well i guess if the general concept is like it's i'm so sad generic yeah. yeah yeah so you get sad and then you hit rock bottom and then it's over <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> what a concept. Well, it's like the aforementioned Downward Spiral by Nine Inch Nails. That's kind of a concept album because that it like goes through the downward spiral. Yeah, but Trent Reznor's a uh, fucking genius. Like it's yeah, <laughs> it's it's all like in one vision or whatever. Right. Like it, it it holds together a bit more. Even though I like the a production bit more, <laughs> just a just a just smidge, a little, just a just a tinge. This isn't bad. Like I wish there were more more stuff like this sprinkled throughout. Yeah, because his voice sounds different here because yeah. uh, he's actually like doing something different and unique instead of just well, he goes back into his. <laughs> it's just like anybody can anybody can fucking do this. Any any half decent singer can do this. I'm sorry. Like there's no like his melodies are occionally they get a good chord progression and they can pull off a decent melody. Look, but like, I I feel like what we got to do is just start a stabbing westward cover band. <laughs> we'll be poking eastward. And we'll we'll just go out there and we'll just show them how it's done, you know. I'm gonna spit on my water. Hell yeah, dude! That's all I need. Um, any other notes on this one, number thirteen? Uh, one of my favorites. Okay, but that's a low bar. <laughs> on to track fourteen. The thing I hate. <laughs> this album. No. Uh, Mortal. Com- <laughs> uh, this reminds me of Mortal Kombat a lot. I put. Yeah, literally my first note. Another song that sounds like it'd be on the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, I do like the bass tone on the verses of this particular song. And uh, this song was featured as the opening theme song in the PlayStation game Duke Nukem Time to Kill, which was released in September of 98. Okay. Yeah. If you take out the lyrics, I can see it. Mm-hmm. And just instantly... <laughs> I lose all interest. You could go to any shitty dive bar with a rock band playing on any given night Mm -hmm. and hear vocals like this yeah like I, I just feel like his vocals are so I keep saying it like on every song but they're just so uninspired so generic yeah I again I, I own this album back in the day and I used to like it quite a bit I probably only listened to like maybe eight songs on it or right. whatever um, because like you know I'm not really a slow song guy so I would automatically skip over all that stuff yeah but I I remember liking the vocals more back then but this, you know, listening back through it recently, I was just like, oh, there's, I thought they were, I thought they were like meteor, you know, like I thought yeah, they had they more bite to, to them. Be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if it's maybe just. That's a good, that's a good term that, that, that it's lacking is meat. Well, you had mentioned it being so like breathy on the like yeah. lighter, like sung vocal parts. And that's like an excellent term for it. Not only is it accurate, but it's like, you don't really get that a lot in. I guess like modern rock music, if you want to call this modern, I mean, we're old as fuck. Yeah. I mean, this is 20 years plus in the past. But um, also like new metal, you don't really, well, I guess that's not true. Because like, I guess like Jonathan Davis would do that a little bit. Yeah, but Jonathan Davis does a whole, like if, if he just did this every once in a while, mm-hmm. like on a couple songs, mm-hmm. I would be fine with it. When it's every song and it's like, so much of it, I just I'm I'm out. Like yeah. it, it just 
it all they all start to sound the same and he does the same voice on every song yeah i just i i, I can't and with those first two corn albums they were produced by ross robinson damn he just like <laughs> I, I just like got immediately soft by hearing that ah, because it does like the 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 way that he like the way he's like singing these like high notes it's like if you were like telling somebody about like going to a sporting event and you were cheering you're like and we were all like yeah yeah let's go it's like half speed that's cool i yeah, dig this, this. i dig this yeah yeah i'm sorry what were we saying sports event what oh i'm just saying like this is the way he sings those high notes it's not quite screaming it's like yeah, as if you were relaying to someone like, "Oh, I was screaming at the sporting event." Like, right. Let's go, team! It's like <laughs> that's a good. That's a. It's like you're like yeah, whisper screaming almost. Okay, so this we got on your way down. I didn't even bother to put a note on this. <laughs> so uh, I'm interested. I was at this point. <laughs> yeah, I I literally put on this one track 15 on your way down. I'm ready to be done with this album. Not getting anything <laughs> new. <laughs> not getting anything new from this track that the rest of the album hasn't provided. It's like it's yeah. already like the best stuff already happened on the album. You know. Yeah. Um. That's it. So that's you want, done. We can move on to track 16 if you want. Wait, there's another track. <laughs> I literally didn't even. I think I just checked out. Oh really? Okay. Uh, oh, there is another track. Yeah, Holy shit. 16. 16. All right. So, mm. Waking Up Beside You, this is, it, to your luck, uh, this is the longest track on the album. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, sounds like more album filler, but at least has a bit of life to it. Makes it seem like the album ends on a brighter note, even though lyrically it doesn't. It's about, like, <laughs> remembering his his partner or whatever and, like, being, uh, being able to draw that memory of being with them so much that uh, you just, like... I guess think about it and obsess about it. So it's really just like keeping you in this mindset. That that would be like my biggest thing is you don't really you go through these four acts of the story essentially and you don't yeah. have any light at the end of the tunnel. Like right. I don't know. Like so wasn't wasn't a huge fan of that. Um, <laughs> and then a, a, a remix of this album, or I'm sorry, a remix of the song was used in the 2000 film. The Crow Salvation. Oh, God. <laughs> and was also included on its soundtrack release. Crow Salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Did you ever read The Crow? I've never read any of it. I have not, no. No. Like, I don't... James Obese? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I understand why people would like it, but it's just... I don't know if it's for me. You yeah. Know? Like... Did you ever dress up as a crow for Halloween? No, I'm a brown person. I, I can't wear a white face. That's, yeah, that's right. disrespectful. Brandon I would Lee. never do that to you. Because Brandon Lee never did. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I had to hit you with it. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it punches so... It does. It, it's like... I don't know. It's like... I don't know. I can't formulate sentences right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but waking up beside you. There it is. There you go. So this is the last track on the album. Now there is a Japanese only bonus track uh, what? that's that's not on any streaming service. However, you can uh, watch the video for it on YouTube. The song is called Hopeless. Um, it's just like it's just like a uh, an acoustic track essentially. Oh god! I, I listened to it today. I was just like, I'm just I don't need. So they this. took away the one interesting thing that the band had going, which is like their synthy kind of industrial sound. They mm-hmm. just did acoustic. Yeah, cool. and since. 
that would technically be track 17 on the album that already ends on a down note. You're going to end it with an acoustic song called Hopeless. And it's just like, man, you got to have like... There's, it, it, I guess the, lyrically overall, uh, it doesn't seem like there's any type of uh, resolution to all the shit that we went through if it's, if listening. It's a, if it's a, 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 a concept album, one thing you need to do is really nail the fucking concept. Yeah. <laughs> and not fuck it up with it. Well, a- <laughs> I mean, one could say that this has been a dark day having to listen to and discuss this album. Yes. So, in that case, brava. <laughs> well, they nailed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the concept of the day is boring... <laughs> Uninspired, breathy. <laughs> Let's um, just fade out. Let's just not even do an ending. <laughs> well, no, we have to rate this oh. album uh, zero to seven guitar strings. This is obviously for a new metal guitar. Seven strings minimum. Yep. Don't even come in here with a six string. Get the fuck out of my house. Um, what do you think about Darkest Days by Stabbing Westward? I have a hunch. You're going to fucking love this one. <laughs> could be wrong. Could be wrong. <laughs> I'm going to give it a two. Two? Wow. I like the industrial elements of it. Okay. I'm almost tempted to give it a three, but I, I'm so just... Like, if this was just... Look, if we took the lyrics out of this entirely and removed a couple of the songs, mm-hmm. I would give this, like, a much higher rating. Okay. Genuinely. Because the the instrumental parts on in in this uh, or the, rather not instrumental but like the instrumentation of this album on certain songs I really really fucking dig yeah um, but it is just marred and pulled down by the most uninspired lyrics and vocals that I can think of from the nineties truly okay. mm-hmm. um, so. I will give it one. Well, I guess you can go down to zero. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it two two points for having some interesting instrumentation. Okay. And there we go. How about you? Fair enough. Um, I do think that this is like a it's like an interesting look at the industrial music, like seeping into new metal. You know, like. With, right. with the the pitch shifter album, I feel like there was a different dynamic that took place. It was like in, industrial, but like a little bit of like hip hop and like trip hop and and, and yeah. like breakbeat music. That aspect of the industrial uh, music oeuvre, <laughs> but this is like I don't know, man. Like I I think I like certain industrial bands. And maybe like just select works of that. Even like I don't right. like every Nine Inch Nails song. I like some of them. You yeah. know, uh, Gravity Kills is like one of my favorite bands. I think one of yours as well, right? Agreed. But like for the most from, from the nineties, especially, yes. yeah. Yeah, uh, and I just like that that general feel. I like synthesizers. I like electronics. Um, but like musically, there's just like there's not a lot of like dynamic drumming here. Um, there's a cool bass tone, but not really a lot of standout bass lines I don't yeah. think uh, the guitar is just kind of like there sometimes there are a few little like cool like bits of guitar work but not anything that's like incredibly great right. um, uh, I, I like the the vocals more than you 
clearly, but uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, well. they they they, low bar. they veered into uh, whiny territory from time to time. I don't know if you picked up on that. <laughs> what? But um, yeah, the the album like loses steam halfway through, and like I said, I think a lot of the better tracks are front loaded anyway. For sure. Um, but outside of like one or two that are like mm-hmm. way down there that actually have some like grit and some punch to them, yeah. Yeah. But overall, like you were saying, I think the production is good. I like the instrumentation and the instrumentals of, of most of the album. Instrumentality. Instrumentality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, out of out of seven strings, I'm gonna. What do I want to do? The, do the math. <laughs> you know, what? I'm gonna Two, go. One. I'm gonna give this one a three because I liked it a bit more okay. than you. Okay. But I was like, I almost wanted to give it a four. Wow. But, but I couldn't. I'm like, that's. This is not like halfway no. to perfection, you know? This isn't a half biscuit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, If Limb Biscuit is good, this is a rock hard biscuit. Right. <laughs> and that's bad. <laughs> that's bad. If God tier is electro, then Ooh, yeah. where are we going with this? No, that was like a thing on iFanboy back in the day. It was like Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was like a whole thing. Yeah. Uh I don't even think I got the scale right. I just want to say, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So that's our review of Darkest Days by Stabbing Westward. Uh, likely to never speak of it again. Nope. Um, but it'll probably come up, kind of like we bring up uh, Cold Chamber from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, where's New Metal at this point? Do you think? Probably uh, not too wh- far wh- off from wh- last time when we did Pitch Shifters. Since both no, albums came out the same day, right? None, none of them have moved the needle, right? <laughs> um, although one is definitively much better than the other. Um, what 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 day is this? Are we in? We're in early '98. Uh, yes, this is April seventh of '98. April seventh, '98. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. <laughs> god my brain is like fried it's all good i mean like what new ground is is being broken here like i think i think you're just seeing more uh more um industrial Mm -hmm. getting kind of lumped in and i think i think this is also where we we did we kind of talked about this um when we first when we did the intro to you know our, our very first episode right uh where it's more than like rap rock it's more mm-hmm. than um adding a hip hop element or just turntables into something. It is, uh, the way music is kind of like being specifically like rock alternative, heavy rock alternative is being kind of branched out Mm -hmm. from, um, from where it was in, especially like the early nineties, which is like, you know, more predominantly grunge. Yeah. Uh, you're seeing, I think, you know, especially like uh, like heavy production. You know, because grunge was was very stripped down production wise. You know, it was yeah. Garage Band, uh, and, and I'm not talking about Apple. I'm talking about like you know people playing in garages. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, guitar, bass, drums. Uh, maybe throwing another guitar. Hey, have fun with it. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, you're seeing like production. You're seeing um, people dress. You know, you're seeing spiked up, gelled hair mm-hmm. instead of just like you know, <laughs> long Kurt Cobain, Eddie Vedder hair. Um, you're seeing, we'll post some pictures of them. Uh, you're seeing, you know, like lots more like tattoos and accoutrement, um, you know, uh, that people are wearing. Um, so, I, you know, new metal is, I think at this point kind of getting redefined. And I question whether this, there's a couple guitar riffs on here that are kind of new metal. 
I question the new metalness of this album. Okay. Um, I think you can slot it in there, but I think again, you're kind of, uh, they're exploring the room, you know, they're, uh, new, uh, new metal is, is kind of swallowing up other genres and, you know, they're lending to new metal just as new metal is lending to it. It's still trying to find its footing. Cause at this mm-hmm. point, I don't even know that the term new metal had been coined. Yeah. yeah. I wonder when we should, we should, no, we're not going to do that. This probably should have been something we thought about. <laughs> like it literally never occurred when, to me. Yeah, I know. And me neither. <laughs> when the term new metal kind of came out mm-hmm. or came about. Um, because, you know, if you can, if you, if you can consider this new metal, it certainly has some elements. I think, uh, the term new metal is maybe more coined after this, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're just kind of doing like an industrial nine inch nails, KMFDM kind of inspired, um, uh, approach, but the 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 new metalness is like seeping into everything that's kind of like alt metal that's trying to get away from grunge yeah um uh kind of more like flashy more production um and you know i think i think i think it just it it fits in there as a postscript okay. right like yeah. like i don't think they were trying to emulate corn or lint biscuit or anything like right. that mm-hmm. i think that after the fact once people's idea of this new genre is more solidified uh they get lumped into it mm-hmm. um and again you know uh new metal is a vibe not mm-hmm. necessarily uh a style of music it's it's like um it's a culture we had okay culture that's i, I was gonna say we had a we had like a term for it that I, th- I felt worked really well i feel i feel like culture new metal is a culture and uh and I, we I think these guys stopped. fit in we will not be stopped <laughs> <laughs> i feel like these guys do fit into that as a postscript mm-hmm. looking back on it at yeah. the time i don't know that they had any uh want or or uh were were purposely try or, or, or trying to be like that yeah it's not like they changed their style like right saliva you know uh <laughs> yeah. because saliva was just like a regular rock band new metal was a thing it was popular so they changed their style started yeah. doing some rippity raps in there <laughs> and uh but i don't feel like that's the same like you were saying with stabbing westward there's a, a one of my favorite songs by stabbing westward is called shame i think it's from their previous album maybe two previous i don't know yeah but it's a, a popular radio song and uh, like all the DNA is there, and mm-hmm. on this album it it gets like spread out over sixty five minutes <laughs> and change, but like it thirty songs it does like stabbing westward sounds like stabbing westward to me, you know like it, it yeah agreed. I don't feel like there's a, a massive stylistic change, maybe production change, you know maybe when they started to get more money they uh, uh, had better sound production or whatever, but yeah overall yeah they they just kind of sound like an industrial. An American industrial rock band. <laughs> an American industrial band. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, there's no, I don't know. There's like a, a, a lack of groove on this album, kind of, you know? Big time lack of groove, uh, yeah. But I think this was the era where if you are a rock band that plays heavier music, you get lumped in. It's like, congratulations, you're new metal now. You, know? you, play, <laughs> right. you play these same festivals and stuff, exactly. you know? yeah. They're on the same circuit as, right. as all these other bands. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So, any other notes on on the album? Oh, 
Nope. <laughs> Go for another hour? <laughs> yeah, let's keep talking. Um, so, yes, uh, if you have any questions or comments for us, you can email us at nudistpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at nudistpod. And check out the Nudist Colony Spotify playlist. Uh, there's a link to all of that shit in the show notes of this episode. And speaking of the Spotify playlist, you'll be able to find our next artist Ooh. there already just like waiting for you to dive into Ross, on the next episode... Edge of my seat. He's edging his seat. <laughs> he's really tripping it. Uh, on the next episode of Nudist Colony, we're going to talk about the self-titled album by Soulfly. Ooh, hell yeah. I've never listened to it. I've only heard like a selection of Soulfly songs. Yeah. But I'm just like, especially after listening to this, God. I'm ready to get some like fucking groove back, you know? Agreed. Me and Stella. About to go get our grooves back. <laughs> Fucking looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped for that. Hell yeah, dude. Because I, I, I have listened to it. I, I actually had the CD back in the day, but not listened to it in like 20 years, probably mm. at least. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun to, to go back and revisit that. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, me too, me too. Yeah. Um, Max Cavalera. Well. Uh, you you Hell disappointed, of a guy. You disappointed of a guy. me by saying uh, dropping that on me that he was kind of a dick. I, I always thought he was like a, a decent dude, but I guess he's got some problematic. I I things. think maybe he's just got like beef with his old band in Sepultura that he's just right unable to let go of for whatever reason. They cannot bury the hatchet. That's you know, unfortunate. Yeah, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I don't fucking know this guy. He's yeah. given us some good music though. So oh, for that's sure. Important. Uh, but got yeah. a hell of a voice on him too. Yeah. Hell of a voice. <laughs> hmm. See, my voice, my voice is getting really low. It happens when I get really tired. <laughs> I'm losing it. Uh, all right. Well, we can wrap it up there. Anything else for you on this fantastic, just energetic episode of Nudist Colony? Yeah. yeah. It's time to go and get with the program. I don't know what the guy who sings in stopping Westwood's name is, but I can tell you this much. He can go and get fucked. That was terrible. Pissing on your titties and I'm <laughs> on your titties. Bye. Fantastic. Uh, bye.